you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. The Dave Damashek Football Program, available on Apple Podcasts and at NFL.com slash DDFP. Now here's your host, Dave Damashek. Hi, hello, football fans. Welcome to NFL Week 4. Welcome to our mobile Studio 66. Welcome to the Dave Damashek Football Program, presented as always by our pals at Zaxby's. Home of the famous chicken fingers, wings, and salads. I could go for some right now, some spicy, you know? I could use it, a spicy week four slate await your eyeballs in the meantime. It's in my future. You're stuck with me and the man seated to my immediate left. He is the voice of your Los Angeles Chargers. Tough loss at home to the Texans. We'll talk about that. Hey, look over your right shoulder there, Shaq, your right shoulder. Look at that. You know what you do, man? You keep it 100 that's my way. That's yes. what you do on this show because you say no jive, and there's no jive sign in here, but what we got is you keeping it. That's the same thing. Keeping right. it hunted. Right over my shoulder. Well done. Yes. Yeah, neon 100. Uh, that's right. That's you. I can, I can almost hear its hiss to remind <laughs> me if I attempt to deviate from the See, truth. there you go. Um, yeah, now, as I was saying, he is also one half of the finest radio show mm-hmm. in all of the land. Petros and Money, track it down on iHeartRadio. And, of course, he's all over the place on NFL Media, NFL Now, here, there, and everywhere. It's our old pal, Matt Money-Smith. What's the poop, fella? Well, you mentioned it, coming off a loss, getting ready to go to Miami, see if the uh, the Chargers can right this ship against a team that has zero wins and a point differential that's, I don't know, somewhere near 200. Uh, you would think if they struggled there, then some serious concerns about that particular team that a lot of people picked to make an AFC championship, maybe even a Super Bowl. Are, we, are you really going on and on for like 17 seconds about the matchup against the Dolphins? I think it's a big deal. They're, they are <laughs> decimated I... by injury. I mean, crushed you... by injuries right now. I mean, listen, we have much to get to. We here, do. But if you want to take no, a moment here and make a case why the We're Dolphins good. might beat the Chargers this I'm weekend, saying, I'm all ears. Beat the Chargers, I'm saying... Keep they it within a couple touchdowns? They need, yes. Their second halves have been miserable, the Chargers, and I think they need a dominating victory to carry back a little bit of momentum and belief in themselves 
heading into games that are, look, I know the Broncos and Steelers are both zero and three, but those are good teams. You look at those teams on paper, and those are really good rosters. So I do think there is some pressure on them to beat the Dolphins by, let's say, two touchdowns at, at a minimum hmm. uh, to get back on that bird coming home feeling good. I got good news for you. Yeah. The Dolphins are trying to lose. I think you're going to be in good shape with that yeah. one. I think uh, you'll win by however much your team wants to win by. But uh, we're going to break it down. We're going to get into the Red Challenge flag picks here coming up in just a little bit. We'll talk some Melvin Gordon, some Cam Newton, both now apparently anxious to return. And, you know, the Liz Frank for Cam. I don't know what football players ever did to this Liz Frank lady. But, I mean, her vengeful deeds year after year after year. I think it's year. just one word. I it's, think it's too L -I -S -S much. L-I-S-F-R-A-N-K. Liz Frank Liz is like that lady I think in... it's French. Parlez-vous français? I, Les Francs. I don't know what that I means, but I, I do know that, remember in The Natural, when mm -hmm. Roy Hobbs, you know, when right. Barbara Hershey yeah. shoots him? Oh, yeah. That's Liz Frank learned from her, you know? I don't Again, know what I her axe is to grind Liz, with profile. Like, it's not Elizabeth Frank. Right. It's just L-I-S. Now you're speaking French again. Yeah. Let's get into mm -hmm. it right now before we dive into the Red Challenge flag picks, the biggest games of uh, NFL week four and a few other matters. Um, Matt Money Smith, let's get to the fresh takes of the week presented as always by Zaxby's. And, you know, one thing that was guaranteed going into 2019, I don't know if you followed the offseason news there. Barely. Money, but... Baker Mayfield Never and the Browns, they got Odell Beckham, and they already had Jarvis Landry and Miles Garrett, and finally the curse over the- Joby, Denzel The Ward, whole thing David was over Joku, with. These, the decades of, of sorrow and frustration were in the rearview mirror, thanks to Baker Mayfield, and you know, I hate to pat uh, myself on the back but, and ourselves on the back, but you know what? No one else is gonna do it, so I will pat ourselves on the back. We did ask the question, especially here in the coaches league that is the 2019 season. You see the teams that are 3-0 and and across the board and even the 2-1 and Colts. It, it, it's weird that it matters less that they lost Andrew Luck and more important that they've kept Frank Reich. That is a, that and is that offensive line. Also and true. To me, like I would, I would say, is it a coaches league? Clearly. I mean, you look at what Bill Belichick has done, what Sean McVay did to turn around the Rams, Andy Reid consistently. Sure. However, I think right below that, if this is where the coaches are, I'm going to say the line of scrimmage is right here. And I think what you're seeing you're are right. teams that have good offensive lines are separating. That's how much of a dearth of talent there is at that particular position group. And that's why I think the Colts are able to not just tread water, but excel. Well, and that leads us then into the point about Baker Mayfield. Right. The one thing that was around mid-August that people started to look at and say, you know, that offensive line might not be good enough. And, and so far it has not been. They sit at one and two. Baker Mayfield kissed into, not since Andrew Luck has anybody after one year of play <clears throat> basically been kissed into the Hall of Fame and uh, high-end status and national advertisements. Every commercial break when you're watching pro football features at least one with Baker Mayfield. Um, and yet he's struggling. And, you know, we can pass the buck and say it's the offensive line, but he was or the coach. Well, right, exactly. And Freddie Kitchens, as, as we I pondered. like to draw as much as any man, but maybe in moderation. I'm just Not saying, a great if you're going to run a draw, let's do it in moderation. Well, that was what we said, you know, with, yeah. a, with all these big personalities. Is Freddie Kitchens, who's never done it before, definitely the guy to get it done to break this uh, decades-long curse? 
And Baker Mayfield is catching the brunt of it. That's what happens in the NFL when your team isn't going good. People point at the quarterback. And I think it's uh, I, I think he deserves some of it. We, we've oh, seen he brought it stat. upon himself. Well, we, right. He also, with his way, right, his way. This is me. Kind of requires the white hot light. And beyond that, you see the numbers that support that he's jamming the ball. He's trying to jam the ball into places that he probably shouldn't. So it leads me to this, Matt Money Smith, and our pal Michael Fabiano posed it to Eddie Spaghetti over there to, to my right there. You know, he's riding high. I right? didn't want to like it, but I did. We, Spaghetti and I had backwards weekends. I, was, I left Saturday night on cloud nine after the Pitt Panthers vanquished um, uh, South Florida. And Spaghetti's Notre Dame team came up lame. But Central Florida. Central Florida. I'm Snapped sorry. that, what was it, 17-game win streak, yeah, I believe, the Pitt win Panthers streak, did. And now Spaghetti riding high with his... Spaghetti uh, in the club with the He's on cloud light. eight with, uh, with Daniel Jones right now. We have some tweets here. Maybe we'll get to some of those. Cloud what? But Mike, cloud eight. Daniel Jones, where's the number eight? Oh, I got See? you. Well got done. It. Yeah, that's all. He doesn't have to go right that over way. over my head. Yeah, that's fine. Well, I thought it was a, I thought it was a Shekism. Like I don't say cloud nine. That's too greedy. Cloud eight. I'm content. <laughs> I might go with that in the future, and I'll take full credit for it. But all right, Fabiano asked the our representative of the New York Giants football fan base, "Would you trade Baker Mayfield? Would you trade Daniel Jones for Baker Mayfield?" <laughs> After one start. And it is kind of funny to talk talk about spaghetti. What was your answer again to that? I said right now, no way. No way. <laughs> no way. I mean, from a fantasy perspective, Daniel Jones, I know, played one game, and Baker Mayfield has a you know three games worth, but he is already ahead of him in fantasy And a Heisman points. Trophy and uh, set historical records right, while but a, a quarterback other, in college. The other part of my answer, too, is like that, uh, I, for better or for worse, that Jones is an Eli clone. And, uh, that's uh, what I, that's did what you I'm just watch to. that last highlight no, no, where no, no, he from ran? From behavioral or mannerism for a second, that's what I'm used to as a Giants fan, is a guy that's going to just say the right thing, Baker has done pretty much the opposite of that, kind of like what Dave was alluding to before. He's in every commercial. He's just doing stuff on the field. I like Jones' demeanor. I like what he did on the field. Uh, at this Can point, I interject I, there real quick? Yeah, I'm sure. sorry. I, don't sure. Mean to, I, I feel like I'm interrupting everybody today, but I guess I do that all the time. Would you, like, I get that you can't push back against that, but I don't want to be called an Eli clone, like from a personality <laughs> standpoint. That? that wouldn't go over. No, I'd be like, wait a minute. Just because I'm soft-spoken doesn't mean that I'm an Eli Clay. Oh, golly, you know, we and the Waffer going out, I'm taken. No, that's not Daniel Jones. I wonder if that's what inspired the uh, the much ballyhooed F-bomb that was, uh, that I was supposedly think so. dropped in the huddle. I would think so. Yeah. Like, hey, man, I know I can't push back against this because he's Eli Manning and it's New York, but I am not an Eli Manning clone in the manner in which I play. Or, I mean, maybe they both like to wear Oxford plaid shirts. But outside of that, I mean, I don't, I don't feel like he's there an is, Eli clone from an attitude. There is a halfway decent physical uh, comparison to be made, though, right? Kind of like a, kind of look like a wonky look. Not exactly. Eli handsome. looks wonky to me whenever he's talking to someone a little bit. Yeah. Is that is that mean? You and I have Am gotten I to mean? talk to Eli a couple of times at Super Bowls past. Yeah, we've, uh, we've interviewed him. Always pleasant, you know. So is that what it is? Daniel Jones is pleasant. That's what it is. Okay. He doesn't. He doesn't. Sorry, I kicked. I kicked your whole train no, of thought. No, just saying he doesn't make there. noise. I don't get the sense that Daniel Jones is about to make headlines with his with his words or deeds off the field. So let's do it here, Mike. Let's start right there. Are with, you going to uh, take part in this as well, please? I'll play ball. This I'll is play not ball. an easy. This is okay. not an easy exercise. Who would you trade for Baker Mayfield right now? The guy who. This is so unfair, by the way. Well, listen, four it or five really games is. into 2018, after Baker got the starting gig. 
it was clear. Everybody said, see, Baker's the guy from that class. All the debate about right. Josh Rosen and Sam Darnold and Josh, okay, Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson. Please, obviously, Bake's the guy from that class. So let's go through that class and oh, let's man. start with Can we with not the, start with the first name? You don't want to start with that I one? I don't want to start there. Okay. You know let's, what? Start, let's, let's start with the third name. The third name on our list. Yes. Guy who right now is sitting at 3-0 and up in uh, upstate New York. Josh Allen, yeah. would you trade? Yes, I would. Baker Mayfield. No. I would not trade Baker Mayfield for Josh Allen. Give me Baker. I'll take Baker over Josh Allen. Because? Passing. Josh Allen, look, he is he is a nightmare using his legs, but he's still trying to figure out how to become an accurate passer. Now, he's certainly got the arm, but we know that arm strength does not always equal success in the NFL. Accuracy does. Baker's a damn accurate I know. You're one, of these, you're one of these accuracy snobs. Yes. As I always like to point out to people, a couple of guys who have accuracy issues over the course of their career, Cam and Ben Roethlisberger, yes. neither of whom is a great name to cite currently, but, but still. But it works with Josh Allen because he's huge and he can use his legs. Well, that I, I, you know, in the short term, I mean, if this is for the rest of their respective right. careers, I might stick with Baker. But I'll tell you, I think Josh Allen would be a better fit for the Browns right now in their particular because shortcomings. Because he can run away from yeah. pressure, because uh, you can run into him and he'll bat. And well, let's just say I'm the Bills. And the Browns call and say, hey, we'll trade right now. I'd say, okay, we're good. Let's go. We'll take Baker. I, quite, I, I, I highly doubt that McDermott and company are I'm saying like, what yeah. I would say. Okay, fair enough. I would trade. I would take Baker. And this is such a tough. The Bills are 3-0. and The Browns are 1-2. and Baker th- has thrown a mess of interceptions. I think he's got, what, four to three touchdowns. So this is such an unfair exercise to do right now. That's why it's fun. Yes, exactly. Can we do the first name on the list now? Yes, Two and one. He's playing old school. He's playing retro here in 2019. It's Lamar Jackson. Well, you're you're thinking more about Lamar Jackson than Josh I Allen. Am. I'm surprised. I think I still want Baker. You're one of the great detra- detractors of Lamar. I'm not. I'm, I'm not a great detractor. I just said I want to see him throw the ball outside, and I thought last week was a good exercise, and I think he was he passed pretty darn well. Mm-hmm. You know, they fell behind. He was forced to throw the ball. Their run-heavy offense wasn't, you know, going to be able to be leaned on, but he's still missing those throws outside. That's still got to come around, and I think it will. I mean, look, the guy is a nightmare to deal with. Um, there's no question, but again, remember, Baker's offensive line Baker's head coach, who ran a draw five freaking times in the second half, including on fourth and nine, what he's trying to overcome. I think I still take Baker Mayfield. Do you think you can make a case that you come out of that game a little more optimistic if you're a Ravens fan than a Chiefs fan? Because that was bad. You had a team that you know is unlikely to pass their way back into the game. They're going to try and grind you. Well, now we're up three scores on them. This game should be over. Then they rally back. I feel like if you're the Ravens, you, that you can the maybe thing, feel though, good that, about it. That last touchdown made it look a little bit closer than it was. You know, once they scored that, it's like, okay, they got to recover a drop kick in order to get this. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that's, I think because they scored late and really the Chiefs were just allowing them to move the ball down the field to take time off the clock without them having timeouts. That maybe is a little bit misleading about how well Lamar did. Well, but like we laughed again, about last week in this very spot, the idea that uh, that an offense in the NFL in the 21st century that the coaches will even say, well, this offense isn't built to come from behind. Like, well, then you should right. change that offense. That doesn't seem, at least against what 
is maybe a worse defense than it was even a year ago in Kansas City. You sh- that's that's the soft underbelly of those Chiefs, sure. and it hasn't been erased. Patrick Mahomes, though, covering up. So, so uh, far, I'm 2-0 pr- Baker. I okay. take Baker over Josh. I take Baker over. All Lamar. right. Well, I see. I don't think you're going to go with Sam Darnold. Let's just uh, to indulge our, our pal there, Spaghetti. Daniel Jones. Oh, I'll take Baker. <laughs> I mean, I'll take So look. dismissive. I agree, though, obviously. What's well, one start? I mean, I'm with if you, you, know. you know, you're making this call today on September, what is it, 25th? September 25th, I'm getting the call. Daniel Jones has started one game. Yeah, give me Baker. <laughs> I'll, I'll take it. Um, now let's uh, make it interesting with some, uh, some youngins here. Kyler Murray. Interesting. I think I still take Baker. I can't quite get over. And I think I just need personally, um, and I hope this is going to sound so... I don't know, smarmy. I don't mean it to, but having been on that field in Arizona when the Chargers were out there for a preseason game, I was floored how small How tiny? He is. Yeah. I mean, it really, it really surprised me. He was standing next to Chase Edmonds, their diminutive uh, change of pace back, uh-huh. and they're the same size. And I was like, holy cow, um, which is why I'd be a terrible tallying evaluator along with anything else as it pertains to football positions. But, you know, He's Look, he's got two 300-yard games. Last week, we saw him use his legs a little bit more. I'm sure he's going to be great, just based on everything you hear from anybody who's been around him, uh, Larry Fitzgerald specifically. But, you know, for this exercise, I'll still take Baker. And again, we talk about it's, you know, and this I mean, leads that's, us that's into the next thing. Throw. Everybody is talking about, you know, we, as we say, the Dolphins are willfully losing games. They want to, they, ideally, they're going to go 0-16 uh, by their choice so that they can get Tua in the coaches league, as I keep saying now, instead of tanking for Tua, what you should be doing is stinking for Lincoln because Lincoln Riley is the guy that can really right. turn your team around. Look at what he's done with three different QBs, with Baker and with Kyler and, and now Jaylen with Jalen Hurts. Yeah. I think that's the guy you should and be looking at, not any individual player talent. And maybe that's where I should be a little bit more uh, discerning with my exchanges for Baker. Is like, hey, you know, Kyler did it the following year. Oh, by the way, Jalen Hurts, who was benched for another guy, showed up in Oklahoma and is going to win the Heisman as well. So maybe I ought to think All right, a little bit harder. All right, what about Tua then? Um, Would you trade Baker for Tua? You know how much I love the college game, and I love watching Tua right now. He is fantastic. But I trade Baker Mayfield to the Dolphins for the number one overall pick. I'm gonna forget go. about years, uh, right, right, about right. tenure. Yeah, no, years forget about the. I'm, I'm just talking. Who right. would you rather have for the next five years? Um, I think I still take Baker. Is that one? Well, see now, now that's now your boldest one. I'm going one. back through it. The only one I, I really have to think about. I'm thinking hard about. I'm th- believe it or not, I'm thinking hard about Sam Darnold, and I'm thinking hard about Josh Allen. Those are the two that I'm reconsidering. I've, I've definitely turned around on Josh Allen. I'm going to stick with Sam Darnold. Yeah. We're prisoners of the moment. We're treating Sam Darnold as though he's a bust instead of a guy who made out with somebody. Yeah. Uh, you know, we would be talking very differently. You talk about the way that we're reactionary and how narratives are formed off of that. Think about if the Jets merely hold on in week one. People aren't over their skis right now about right. the Bills. And at the same time, people are saying, man, bad uh, hand the, the Jets got right. dealt by the football guys. But they're all right. Once Sam yeah. comes back, they would have held on. I'm keeping Sam. And you know what? I think I'm going to keep Josh Allen. So okay. There you go. All right. Very good. That's fun. And Sorry, Trevor, Eddie. Trevor Daniel, Lawrence. Danny Dimes, gone. Give me Baker. Spaghetti, any of the names that we just ran through with, that you would trade Daniel Jones to get? I think my answer might be Lamar. 
I, I huh. just that game uh, versus the Chiefs. Like there was a, a couple of plays in the first quarter I remember distinctly, where like he had four guys rushing at him, and he juked out of all four ta like guys, and he just still made a play. Uh, I think as a Giants fan, I'm not used to having a mobile quarterback. So when I see somebody who is mobile and then can still make a play, extend a play, I'm like fascinated by that. Lamar is the one guy uh, I think on this list that I like. I think Tua as well. I think Tua is going to be a guy who's going to be awesome uh, if. I, that might, I may trade, uh, you know, Daniel Jones for a shot at him. I don't know what long-term value it has, but it is striking, and it's one of the most enjoyable things as a fan to look at is when a guy like Lamar Jackson can humiliate NFL-level talent. When he, when it when is he, something. When he makes uh, some of those, yeah, it teams, is something. When, when, when they fall over awkwardly like I would uh, if I were trying to tackle, let's say, Eddie Spaghetti, or if you get trucked like, or go back to Earl Campbell or somebody like that, those guys that are, that are so physically dominant compared to the greatest athletes on the face of the earth, it's, uh, it's something starting, to see. Now I'm starting to reconsider everything. Right, Just I'm because, you. you know, it's... Although, we're not doing any... No one has actually appointed no. you to do so. No, I know. But speak you know freely. How, you know how here. seriously I take these things. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, can we go back to the shot of Eddie real quick? Can we get a doesn't doesn't he look like uh like someone from a vampire film, like a teenage he vampire? He does, but his, I gotta his, tell his you, his eyes are super because he's got the black light. His his icy blues are super blue right now. He looks like someone who's gonna tempt you. Just invite me into your house. I would like to come in. <laughs> he does. He's All you have to do is say yes, Eddie. You can come in, and then thwack, boom, the fangs come out. Let me see those choppers again, Eddie. Look at look at it. See? No, don't do that. Don't do that. Why? Just keep, no, keep, keep. He just had his chompers. If they, if have a more mysterious them, sort of smile. And what's funny, too, is like I can't even watch horror movies, so I wouldn't even know idea what it looks like. Yeah, that's what it looks like, Eddie. <laughs> that's what the good-looking vamp coming movies. to your door looks like, knocking on your door saying, hey, let me in. That's it too looks bad. Like you. Spaghetti apparently doesn't know what vampires are. <laughs> <laughs> the, the I don't waste lost. my time with that. It's mob flicks only for me. We're getting... <laughs> I watched Casino for the 60th time last night. I don't have time for you. I stuff. relate to it. Literally, two-thirds <laughs> of the people represented in those mob pictures I am related to. True blood, schmoo blood. <laughs> Before we get to the red challenge flag picks here, yes. Money, uh, like I mentioned there, Eddie Spaghetti had a up-and-down kind of weekend there, and he was tweeting it for all the world to hear. Do you have any gems from the Spaghetti uh Let's can see. in there that you might want to share? We got, uh, okay, yeah, so here's a retweet. Uh, Dustin tweeted, guy by me at the bar is on the opposite side of UCF Pitt and loudly cheers every positive play for his bet. Do I know any good, I won't read that part, and then Eddie writes, the most obnoxious guy, and it's not me in the Notre Dame jersey. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> I'm angry. There's another one when it was starting to slip away because yeah. Ian Book. There's couldn't one good one when he when he seeks um, the moral <laughs> victory. Good night. That's pretty good. <laughs> it would have felt so good to go lead a drive versus an SEC powerhouse, win the game, and shove it to all those idiot pundits who never think ND belongs. <laughs> Screw you. That was the one. <laughs> That's for a me. good one. That was the one I liked the best. That is, he uh, took on the Georgia mascot, blockhead mascot. It was a there tough it night. There it is. 
was a good game. Edward L. Murphy. He almost rallied there. And was was a, yeah, money. I know we talked about celebrate a that. Before, uh, a little bit before last week, we said I thought they'd lose by. Uh, I thought three touchdowns. Like I thought two. I thought like ten points, maybe a late touchdown, yeah. or whatever. And I thought it would be the opposite kind of game where it'd be, it'd be offense versus offense. The Notre Dame defense showed up, and Ian Book just couldn't figure it out. And I mean, we we did in our defense, we did lose. Jafar Armstrong, the running back, and we lost uh, Young, the receiver. So we're down two big weapons. Uh, he tried to force a lot to commit in Claypool, and just like George just figured it out. And you know, Fromm has triple the amount of starts that um, that Ian Book has, and they're just you know, the, the well-seasoned team. Yeah. I think the uh, the most encouraging thing to come out of that is uh, also what happened on that same day, and that is what happened with Michigan at Wisconsin, and the idea that you got to travel to the Big House this year. Notre Dame does, and uh, you get out of that with a big victory. Maybe you end up with just one loss. Yeah. On the season, feel pretty good about uh, taking a crack at that playoff. Yeah, I think you did not rule yourself out of the Final Four but based Book on that to performance. Start, needs to start playing. Yeah, um, he has uh, not been good. One more thing, uh, Money. You know the movie Back to School, of course, the Rodney Dangerfield Thornton Mellon, gem. yes. One of, uh, one of the hat trick of Billy Zabka's 80s bad boy pictures. He's, he's the bully. Kid. Back to School is, yeah, uh, Mel, you know, the, they're on the diving team at college, and Billy Zabka plays the bully of the diving team, which I, I didn't know existed. I remember Jason Mellon is the uh, right. diminutive boyfriend of an Amazon. Yes. <laughs> a female weird, lead. Always felt that was weird casting. But if you'll recall, Billy, Billy Zabka is the BMOC. He's in the uh, big frat house, and he goes to the annual party, the theme party, and he walks in ready to go, and no one's there. Where is everybody? Oh, they're over at, uh, at the, the dorms. At Jason Mellon's yeah. uh, dorm room, right, having the good party. I wonder... Do you think that's how Melvin Gordon and Cam Nor Newton are going to be received walking in? Like, I'm back, everybody. Wait, where did everybody go? Here? They're in Miami. Do you Melvin. think for real Melvin Gordon – I mean, there's nothing Cam Newton can do. He's got the he's got multiple injuries, and we wish him the best. He really looks like he – last we saw him, he was really laboring out there. Um, but Melvin Gordon has done himself, it seems to me, some damage, and so has Austin Eckler, right? I would say yes. Uh, if there's, if there has been one issue with the Chargers, if there has not been one issue, I should say, with the Chargers, it's the running game. Um, Austin Eckler and Justin Jackson, who is not mm -hmm. getting talked about enough, have been fantastic uh, running the ball. Now, granted that the la in the second half, uh, it did not go well for them, and maybe Melvin Gordon makes a difference there. You're never going to not welcome a talent like Melvin Gordon into the locker room, no question. I mean, is the that guys, the vibe? That, yeah, the that, guys love him. Wow, this guy's going to be fresh when he gets in here. He's, That's going to um, be—it's going to be Melvin plus for us. I think sure. one of the things that that Melvin did, and you know what, I, I don't think it's anything he did. I think it's just true to his character. Is he always stayed close with the team? Constantly retweeted highlights, you know, I have encouraging that, tweets yeah. uh, with, to Austin Eckler. So I think that's why coming back, they'll be excited to have him. You know, the guys really do love him. So I don't know what it's going to do to the running back rotation, though. I'm not sure. I mean, I think if Melvin comes in and struggles, I'm going to think about how good, specifically in pass protection, both Austin Eckler and Justin Jackson look, not to mention – Justin Jackson's still running at like nine yards per clip. Mm -hmm. So they're going to want to give him carries. It'll be interesting to see what they do with that rotation. Um, and, and I don't think it's it that crazy out. an idea the way Melvin Gordon can catch the ball and the way uh, running backs are being deployed now in the passing game. I think you could have those guys on the field at the same yeah, time. Yeah, and you saw it, you know, it was very effective with both of them out there, with Austin Eckler and Justin Jackson out there. They've been effective. So no reason why you can't just make instead of Justin Jackson and Austin Eckler, it's Melvin Gordon and fill in the blank Jackson or, or Eckler.
All right. One of the games we're not going to be picking in the Red Challenge flag, but here in the 100th year especially, I like to take note of the upcoming matches by looking back at some great moments, some great games between the two teams that are going to be playing in any given week. We have the Raiders and the Colts hooking up. It's not going to be in Baltimore. It'll be in Indianapolis. But it summons for me, of course, goes to the post in 1977. Dave Casper, Bill King. We don't have the call on that. I imagine Dave King for the touchdown. (laughs) The Raiders take the lead. Um, but the, a game we're also not going to pick, despite your attempt to Bill Belichick, Lou Holtz this thing and say, like, maybe the Dolphins got to respect them kind of attitude. I'm saying the Chargers have to play a great football game. One of my they, all-time they, favorite games, maybe still my very favorite football game that didn't involve my favorite I'm team, is the 1981 divisional round game in the Orange Bowl. It was David Woodley. This is just a couple years before they land that one Dan Marino. It's David Woodley as the starting quarterback hosting Dan Fouts in the uh, high-octane San Diego Chargers. Last play of the half, they pull Woodley, put in Don Strzok. Take a look. to Duriel Harris moved on to uh, to I'm, I'm sorry to Pat pitched out to Tony and Nathan to make it a 24 24 nothing 24 nothing tied at 38 goes into overtime and I think it was I believe it was Joyner that caught that long 25 yard pass that set up the game winning field goal if I remember right. very nice and uh, it also featured a, a fun uh, historical note two German kickers going head-to-head both missing big kicks. Ultimately, yes. Rolf Benerska makes the game winner right. in overtime. He was taking on Uwe von Schaman. How about that? Uwe von Schaman and Rolf Ever Benerska. Been a better kicker duel than that? No, is right. the answer to that. No, you haven't. Let's uh, let's get to it now. It's time for the week four Red Challenge flag picks. Red, Red Challenge flag picks. Ah! All right. You know, we already touched on Lamar and Baker. You know the storylines here. Browns, I don't want to say their season's on the brink, but if they lose this one, a divisional game, no less, and fall to one and three, they're going to be leaving September in sorry straits. Certainly. They're going to be down in the dumps. Meantime, the rate, you know, well, we'll get into the pick here. I got to find my red challenge for Right behind you here. Right here. There we go. go. Safe. I'm, got it. I'm heavy set around the midriff, and eh, things can you know, get lost in there. It's an awkward chair. They're things called can comfies get lost in, in the uh, production parlance, and they're anything but. Yeah. No, they're not. Yeah, you're, you're right. Yeah, it's well, it's like also a, the AstroTurf pillows. That's why know? I threw mine. Good in theory, but just not exactly comfy. Just truly it across comfy. the room. Anywho, to do with it. let's not get down about it. Okay. Let's battle through it like Michael Jordan in the, the 96 playoffs. Mm. Um, let's go with the Cleveland Browns playing at the ex-Cleveland Browns, a.k.a. the Baltimore Purples, in Charm City, Matt Money Smith. Whoa! Uh-oh. I lost the red shadow flag. Here we go. Choose. Ravens. Ah, I can't pick against the Ravens here. That would be cuckoo. One and three. It's offensive line, man. It's the difference. You know, the battle is at the line of scrimmage, and until they're going to be able to protect. That's why when everybody made such a big deal about the Texans giving up two ones for Laramie Tunsil, look at them now. I mean, look at what that team is now that they've plugged Sharping and Howard into that offensive line and what it's doing for, uh, for, for that offense mm-hmm. as a whole, not just Deshaun Watson, but as a whole. 
Baker's got, there, there's nothing coming. That offensive line is going to continue to be leaky. He's going to continue to struggle because he can't get protection. And it doesn't help that he's not a bigger quarterback and isn't uh, able to see through lanes when they're closing as quickly as they are. Yeah, um, well, listen, you're modest and defer to the Daniel Jeremiah's of the world, but you have a keen X's and O's. Eh. I, is there anything they can do to Yeah, heat up Lamar this? Jackson. I think that's what they can do. How do they, they I'm just talking long-term if they lose this, but yeah. No, I mean, you got to keep a tight end in. you got to use your back to chip. They didn't do any of that in that Rams game. It was baffling. It speaks to coaching, and, I, you know, those points have been discussed ad nauseum, and it just sounds like I'm ripping them off from anybody else. But if you watch that game, you can see it for days. They've got guys running, you know, 15, 20-yard routes down the field without a tight end to block, without a back kept in to chip, what are you doing? You know, mm. your offensive line is not good. You can't have a five-man protection while you're running these long developing routes for Baker Mayfield. Now he's fleet of foot, he's got some athleticism, he can move, but it's just it's it's too much for him to overcome. They they seriously need to make A adjustments in the way they're coaching, the plays that they're running, and B, uh, maybe play a little bit more conservatively. And what I'm saying is two tights. You know, maybe two backs as well, and just let that crazy dominant defensive line win you some games. I mean, listen, this wouldn't have happened five years ago. Might not have even happened three years ago. But is it crazy to think they could call up DC and say, "Hey, how about Trent Williams? He's not doing anything for you." I don't think they'll trade him. I mean, I would. I would call him up and say, you know, but they don't have a one, right? Isn't there one, or do they have a one? That was last year that they got rid of the one for Odell. And that's what they use for Daniel Jones oh, that's right, so, yeah. or for uh, Dexter Lawrence. So, yeah, if they have a one, absolutely. I'd give up two ones for, for Trent. I'm going with the Ravens, but I also am going to give you a little forecast. I think the Ravens are going to come back down to earth. The more tape you get on that offense, the easier it's going to be. That's something we talked about sure. a lot. We talked about it last year as well. In the short term, though, hard it, to it go against. It will be interesting, against. though, not to, not to elongate this conversation, but I, I do think – I'm interested to see. This will be the best defensive line that, that Lamar Jackson has seen. You know, it was the best offense, and he had to play catch-up, and he's going to have to pass and, and use the entire field to pass. And we saw there was some good and some bad there. But this will be him getting heated up by serious athletes in Ogunjobi and, and Miles Garrett and that whole front. So I'm anxious to see how he responds to that. I, I'm not saying this is going to – I don't think this is going to be a blowout. I think it's another tight game. I think the Browns sense the moment, and yeah. I think they know that they better show up here. I think that they absolutely have a shot in this game, and I wouldn't be surprised to see the Browns get it. And believe me, as a Steelers fan, if I am – believe me, I don't want to uh, get ahead of myself. They have to beat the Bengals. But if – the Browns did beat the Ravens. The, the Ravens then are 2-2 two and two right. coming to Pittsburgh in week five. The season doesn't have to be over no. for, uh, for that particular black and gold clad 0-3 team. Now to. let's go to, let's go to uh, yeah, we're not you picking that one. You have to. But we're going to go with this one now. Two 3-0 teams. Our guy Michael Robinson told everybody the Buffalo Bills were going to win that division this year. Maybe he was trying to be splashy, yeah. but either way, so far, so good for him. Let's get to it. The dynasty versus the upstart Bills. Patriots, Bills. Am I choosing here? Yes. I'm going to pick the, take the Patriots. Yeah, me too. Ah. Which is depressing. But I feel the same way I feel about the Browns. Yeah, Because that defense, that defense is better than the Browns' defense, and the Browns' defense is great. What was that, nine, ten years ago that uh, Fitzmagic was working his stuff there up in western New York? Sounds about right. And they were both, I think, 3-0, and and the Bills took them down, and they were the cover boys of Sports right. Illustrated the following week. And, and uh, then? Well, then they, then they disappeared. Finished like 5-11. and 11. 
I guess that's the more compelling conversation. Are the Bills in it for the long haul of this season? Defensively, or is this certainly. A- that defense is so good. Tredavious White, that defensive front, um, they are great. And that's, look, that's how you beat a Jets team when you go down 16 nothing because of turnovers from your offense. Is that defense is so stinking good that they can completely shut down opposing offenses. It will be interesting, you know, to see. Tom Brady has not, I mean, I, you know, the Steelers, it's week one. It's a weird, you know, week one is always strange, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know how much to put into that. And although I guess, you know, what we've seen now from the Steelers defense, they did force, what, five turnovers last week. So I guess the Patriots were able to handle that. Um, I'll be anxious to see, though, without Antonio Brown, with a banged-up Josh right. Gordon, with all with a, a Sony Michelle that is not being productive at all, could this end up being one of those 12-9 games that Josh Allen and those legs can end up being a difference? Yeah, I mean, you could say the Steelers game was a little bit of a wild card, but they, you know, it just so happens that in that particular matchup, the Patriots own Pittsburgh. So if you right. if you write that one off to that, then the Patriots have beaten two lousy football teams. So now this is their first shot really at a team that's playing well. Teams. I mean, yeah, really bad teams there. So now let's go. To your uh, your neck of the woods, the place where you uh, spent uh, yes. your your adolescence there, Chicago, Illinois. They're playing host to the Minnesota Vikings, NFC North. Both teams right now looking up at the Green Bay Packers, but both teams on the right side of the win loss column here. Vikes, Bears, the choose. I'm gonna take the Vikings. Ah, I should just throw it at you just for the sake of. Then you know uh, what, being... I'll take the Bears, so you can throw it. <laughs> I think it's that it. close. I mean, it's too, you know, uh, no, no, it's the Vikings because of what Dalvin Cook is doing offensively. Both defenses are great. Uh, I don't trust either quarterback against the opposing defense, but, you know, what the Vikings have that they can lean on that the Bears don't is Dalvin Cook and how great he has been this season. Um, I just have zero faith in Mitch Trubisky whatsoever and I never have had any faith in him even when he was putting up nice numbers last year and people in Chicago my family included were getting all excited and Betty have you seen this Mitch Trubisky yeah I seen him dead and I'm I I gotta be honest I I want you to to be excited for football again even though you haven't been for for seven eight years but I just I'm not seeing it and way to go against a pretty bad Washington team but um just not and look this is a beautiful pass no question about it an even better grab but let me see it again. I just, I don't, I can't buy it, man. And maybe it's the whole Mahomes, Deshaun Watson thing that he's going to face for his entire career, and so is Ryan Pace. But give me the Vikings. I, I hear you, and Kirk Cousins is no great shakes no. at this point himself. And like you point out, it's what Dalvin Cook's doing, and he's what's making that offense go. It's very weird, the absence of Stephon Diggs. He's out there, but he's Strange. not doing much of anything. And I can't put that on him, but I'm with you about Mitch Trubisky. It's awfully frustrating for the people who say, you just need a guy who can who can take care of business and get you by if you have a really talented roster. I mean, the Bears are loaded. This is there's no excuse for them to be struggling. But for what it's worth, they are two and one, and maybe we'll look back at the end of October and they'll be riding high and be yeah, in first look, place. They and, needed a 53 yarder with a little bit of help from the clock and the officials to get that victory and yeah. being 0 and two. And, and no, Denver. they've been lousy. They're lucky to be where they yeah. are. Right. So that's that's the concern. Um, I'm I don't know. I I just. I, I need to see Mitch Trubisky play at a, at a higher level before I'm comfortable picking him over an elite defense like the Vikings have. Uh, great matchup of running backs in our next one. Alvin Kamara setting the world on fire oh, once we're not again. We're going to disagree on any of these. Zeke Elliott. I, well, I wonder what we're going to do here. It's you're, the, you're the Dallas Cowboys 
at the New Orleans Saints with Teddy Bridgewater slash Taysom Hill. Cowboys, Saints. Damashek chooses the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, ah, really? Why? Why are you taking the Cowboys I think they here? look like the best team in the NFC. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what it looks like. It looks to me like you've got, again, lines. Best offensive line, great defensive front, unbelievable linebackers that allow defensive linemen to over-pursue because they know Jalen Smith and Van Der Esch are going to clean up their mess if somehow an assignment gets busted and they don't have to worry about it getting all the way deep into the secondary. Uh, and Dak has been great with Kellen Moore. Um, you know, granted, they're playing teams that have a combined one win between them. You know, they're one and eight uh, between those three. But you can only play the teams on your schedule, and we can only judge you by how you play them. And well, they look dominant. Are, it's weird. People are moving up and down the field a bit on the Saints, but the defense remains still really talented. That, the thing that is striking to me about these Cowboys, and I was high on them, obviously. I picked them to go to the Super Bowl. Um but Jay, what's weird to me is Jason Witten being relevant in 2019. He's catching passes. Right. How did he take a full year off? He was 57 when he retired. And fresh legs. It's weird. You know what they say when you take time off? Fresh legs, man. He's not. He's, he's, he's not burdened by any hair. Well, there's that. You know, he's he, a little, he, he was able to lighter. let his hair thin out again. Yeah, right. You know, a little something Maybe about that's that, don't it. you? No, I don't know what that's supposed to mean. Don't laugh at that, Eddie. Awkward. Don't. That's not. That hurts my feelings. When you, do that. Just, you were the one that brought it up. I'm, if you didn't want me to say anything, you shouldn't have brought it up. Look, I was not going to say anything about Witten's hair Look at that. You got, you you got some good laughs going over there. I'm sure you feel good about yourself. Kicking a man. I didn't bring it up. My team's 0-3. That's not enough? You got to kick me as well? <laughs> I'm quoting Damashek when I say, he's not burdened by hair. What am I supposed to do? Just let that sit there? Yeah, you're right. You're right. I deserve that. Bitten by my own snake. My own hairless snake. Is that right? Yeah. All right. Now to uh, to bring it on home here. Bring it on home. Wait, I forgot one thing there. I What's wanted that? to point out. Uh, oh, uh, do it off the Cowboys thing. I'll, I'll pose this to you. Go ahead. Thumbs. We got to do it in like some sort of wacky FM radio, you know, uh, smash or trash, you know, mm-hmm. uh, buy it or sell it or whatever the heck it okay. is. Uh, so the Athletic Kansas City tweets out that Patrick Mahomes has thrown 36% of Troy Aikman's touchdowns on just in just 8% of the games. And look, for people that are trying to go after Troy and not at least hold this tweet a bit accountable, yeah, the guy was not a prolific passer. He wasn't breaking records like his contemporaries, but he was winning Super Bowls with freaking that offensive line, Emmitt Smith and Michael Irvin in that defense. So... Whatever. So it's clearly a shot at Troy by the athletic Kansas City. This is Troy's response. <laughs> if Troy came to you before he hit tweet and said, hey, uh, hey, Dave, I'm going to lean on you for this one. Should I, I love tweet? it. He Talk just to talk- me when he has 33% of my Super Bowl titles. <laughs> and he also puts in the same in case you missed it initialism. I love the chip on the shoulder. He's been retired for 15, 20 years. I figured he had to be 60. I was like, he's got to have old man I don't careism right now to be tweeting this stuff at Gottlieb and now this one. I will say, you know, just uh, three names that, uh, that, you, that you and I uh, both know are Cousin Sal and Bill Simmons and Kevin Hench. And I was once stunned about two years ago as we sat around and they all three agreed, why is Troy Aikman in the Hall of Fame? Sal's a Cowboys fan, especially. Why would Troy Aikman be in the Hall of Fame? He's the worst Hall of Famer out there. Troy Aikman is is certainly a Hall of Famer. It's not like he had bad Super Bowls. 
I, I'm not sure what the knock on him is. Well, Among his is, contemporaries, he's a tick below Steve Young statistically. A tick? And Brett Favre, okay, maybe, maybe, maybe you, several you know where ticks. His, I, I looked it up because I was so dumbfounded by the fact he felt the need to clap. And poor Patrick Mahomes, who's probably the nicest guy in the NFL, by the way, and he's got to wear it. It's like, wait a minute, I didn't do anything. I'm not the one that tweeted out that I had 36% of the touchdowns. and it, It's not me. Why are you going to take yeah. a shot at me? <laughs> so uh, I looked it up. Would you like to know who is uh, – right there in front of uh, Troy Aikman in touchdown passes for a career. Kerry Collins? As he sits in 73rd place. Oh, no. John Kitna. Has oh, more, no. That's more touchdown passes than Troy Aikman. So that's why I said it was a clear shot by the athletic Kansas You have City. to go back and clip out the last five minutes where, <laughs> where, where I uh, right? stand up on Troy Aikman for that? being the Hall of Famer. And really? there is, look, and, and I am. John Kitna. I'm a man who uh, calls Charger games, so, so I probably shouldn't be saying this, but I'm going to. There's part of me that just wants to see the Chiefs win the Super Bowl this year. And the, instead of going to Disneyland, Pat Mahomes just tweets out to Troy, at Troy Aikman, let's talk. <laughs> <laughs> There's two words, let's talk. I love it. Yeah, I like right? it. I like Aikman getting into it on social media. Like you say, Gottlieb and now Mahomes, right? terrific. Let's talk to the Chiefs a little bit more here. And one week ago, we should have pulled the clip, but I'm too classy to, to shame yeah. uh, you and handsome Hank like that. I said the Lions are—they could absolutely go into Philly and you beat did. this team that was devastated by injury, and you guys laughed the Lions out there. But now they're two zero and one. Well, now in my defense, there was an ungodly amount of drops in that game that certainly could have changed the complexion. I mean, I mean they Carson literally Wentz dropped the game winner, dimes to guys that were everything that preceded it out the window at yes. the goal line last play the of the game. game they winner. drop a touchdown, yes. the so, game-winning touchdown there. Okay, so, hey, slow, slow down there, Mister. I don't like the. I'm not over the moon about the it. Lions. I'm just telling you. You said I could have been. I, I'm too classy to pull the clip of you guys taking the Lions. It was a drop at the goal line that would have won the game for the Eagles. Now who's being unclassy? I'll leave that to you. This guy. (laughs) Let's get to it now. All right. It's the Chiefs. You're really going to throw that flag when I say the Chiefs. It's the Lions. Yeah. Go ahead and choose. Yeah. A clean sweep. This stinks. I like it when the red challenge flag flies. Let's each change one. I'll give you first pick. You change. I am going to go with as my, just to make it a little splashier, I'm going to take the Cleveland Browns. Okay. Because it and suits my purposes the, uh, okay. that I dis- explained earlier. So you're going to take the uh, the Browns, and then I will take the Bears. All right, that's a there good go. one. So now and we're good. And before we leave you here, the Monday night gem. Wait, quick little uh, nugget. Go ahead. Because I saw this on Good Morning Football, and I want to share it with the people. Uh, because uh, way to go, Kyle Brandt, Pete Schrager, whoever pulled off. I think it was Brandt that was delivering this news. Um, Patrick Mahomes has not played inside a dome yet in his NFL I career. I saw that. And he pulled the last time he played in a dome, it was against Baylor while he was at Texas Tech at the Jerry Dome, because both of them play outside at Texas Tech and at Baylor. Uh, and he threw for 580 yards and six touchdowns <laughs> <laughs> on the fast track. And now, granted, Baylor did not play any defense back then. But the idea that he can go into a climate controlled environment on a fast track yeah. with all that speed against the Lions. It could very well be a magical, Yeah, but at Ford day. Field, I can't remember. I haven't been there in a while. How low is that ceiling? Decent it's chance high. he's going to be bonking that it ball off the roof. Well, no, that's the other thing. That bomb that he threw to, uh, to Hardman in stride, that thing went like 40 yards in the air, and I don't think it ever got above 10 yards off I've the ne- field. I, I mean, I've never seen anything like outside it. Outside of Aaron Rodgers, I've never seen anybody crazy. keep the ball as low. It's like you, the golfer. Win. Little stinger. 
Yeah, when it's what Paul Azinger could do. That's why he yeah. would play well at British Opens and not as well on more Americanized kind of courses. Because, yeah, he could just hit it 10 feet that's off the crazy. ground and keep it that way for 110 yards. It's crazy. And yeah. that's and that's Mahomes. That bomb was nuts. So it'll be it'll be interesting to watch. Spaghetti. Before we up. get out, do we have a, a, a second to play my favorite play in NFL history? Of course, the perfect. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Okay, I said the Tony Nathan hook and ladder is maybe my favorite play. I love Dwight uh, Dwight Clark's catch off of the right arm of Joe Montana, of course. But in advance of any Bengals-Steelers game for as long as I live, Vontez Perfect isn't on the Bengals anymore. Ben Roethlisberger's not on the Steelers for the rest of this season. And yet it remains my favorite moment ever when Landry Jones took over for Roethlisberger in that playoff game, what, three years ago now? And with 90 seconds to go, it would have appeared that Vontez Perfect secured Bengals' victory in the postseason against the hated Steelers when he intercepted the ball and uh, take it away, local play-by-play guy of the Bengals. Three on the clock, first and ten, Pittsburgh, down by a point. Landry Jones back to throw from his five, over the middle. Pick perfect! Yeah! Intercepts yeah! it! Vontaze yeah! Perfect yeah! comes away with a football. Yeah! The Bengals have the yeah! ball with one minute and 36 seconds to go. Yeah! Vontaze it's like Namath running off the, the field after room. three. Wagging a finger, the whole team following him. Room, which makes no- There's nothing better. Nothing funnier to me. Well, 90 they went on later. to win that game, right? No, no, 16 no. 16 to 15? No, oh, they, it, oh, they didn't? See, I could see how you would have fallen into that trap. No, no. Vontaze actually had to come back and play football? Yeah, and then he yeah. concussed the, a Steelers receiver whose name slips my memory right now. And uh, then they kicked the game-winning field goal, and then all those people, <laughs> including the announcers, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you got to get uh, Jeremiah doing some more, yeah, No, no yes! turns out I don't. Turns out that we're, <laughs> we're doing pretty pretty good there in the booth. Yes, you are. Gangbusters uh, work from Matt Money Smith and Daniel Jeremiah. If you happen to be able to tune in on the radio, it really is uh, oh, a high-end broadcast by any measure. Um, and uh, anyhow... Matt Money Smith, always a treat to get to sit with you and Kibitz about the great Appreciate game of pro football me. and the game of life. Make sure, again, you check him out on Petros and Money. iHeartRadio is how you do that. NFL Now and all the rest of the stuff he's doing over here at uh, NFL Media. Eddie Spaghetti, Jason Kleinman, everybody over there behind uh, the wall of cameras. This is way too much attention for uh, for dumb Dave here. Thanks bit. to Zaxby's as well. Keeping we'll it be- 100, this guy right here. That's right. Always. Keeping it 100. No jive. We'll be back after week four to make sense of all of it for you. Till then, thanks so much. Thin slice of heaven. Woo. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.